Hi. 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 Whew. It's been a day. Started at breakfast with getting my car towed, and it ended at dinner. Well, it's not over yet, but ended at dinner with picking up the handle of a pan I didn't realize was over the flame of another burner and um, getting a second-degree burn on the palm of my left hand. So, thankfully, it's the uh, left hand, but um, it's it's been a day. But, in spite of all that, welcome back to the Barefoot Office. And I'm so, so glad that you are here. In this digital, spiritual space where we spend time with each other and with Jesus. Doing our Lectio Divina practice, reading the text three times to see what comes up for us, how we can listen to our own voices, listen to each other's voices, and to see if we can find God somewhere in all of this. The first time as we read, just notice where your attention rests in a word or in a phrase. And when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his throne of glory, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as the shepherd separates the sheep from the kid goats, and he will set the sheep to his right, but the kid goats to his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the cosmos. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you gave me hospitality. Naked, and you clothed me. I was ill, and you looked after after me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the just will answer him, saying, When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and give you hospitality, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you ill or in prison and come to you? And in reply, the king will say to them, Amen, I tell you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those to the left, Go from me, you execrable ones, into the fire of the age prepared for the slanderer and his angels. For I was hungry, and you did not give me anything to eat. I was thirsty, and you did not give me drink. I was a stranger, and you did not give me hospitality. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Ill, and in prison, and you did not look after me. Then they too will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and did not attend to you? And he will answer them, saying, Amen, I tell you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these my brothers, neither did you do it to me. And these will go to the chastening of that age, but the just to the life of that age. What word or phrase sticks out to you? For me it was, you did it to me. And also, oh, it was right at the beginning, where is it? Blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom. 
you hear a crackling sound. It's me messing with my ice pack, trying to keep my hand from hurting. The second time as we read, where do you see God in this? This passage mentions God explicitly, but what do you see as being true, as something that surprises you, as something that just seems different or new that you hadn't expected, that you see in a different way than you saw before? Where is the Spirit inviting you to think and to reflect in a deeper way on this passage than what you might have expected hearing it the first time? And when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his throne of glory, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them from one another, as the shepherd separates the sheep from the kid goats. And he will set the sheep to his right, but the kid goats to the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the cosmos. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you gave me hospitality. Naked, and you clothed me. I was ill, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the just will answer him, saying, When did we see you hungry, and feed you, or thirsty, and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and give you hospitality or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you ill or in prison and come to you? And in reply, the king will say to them, Amen, I tell you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those to the left, Go from me, you execrable ones, into the fire of the age prepared for the slanderer and his angels. For I was hungry and you did not give me anything to eat. I was thirsty, and you did not give me drink. I was a stranger, and you did not give me hospitality. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Ill and in prison, and you did not look after me. Then they too will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and did not attend to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Amen, I tell you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these my brothers, neither did you do it to me. And these will go to the chastening of the age, but the just to the life of that age. Where do you see God in this passage? For me, this question often becomes, where do I see it interacting with my Enneagram work or my adult children of alcoholics work or, you know, sometimes something that I've been taught or learned through the years and I was thinking as I was reading it again I've got an email to write or to respond to to write to my mom asking questions about me talking about how I feel like what I was taught the system of purity culture especially was kind of designed as a way to control people in general me in particular And I need to flesh out what I mean by that. But all that focus on living a perfect life, following the commandments, 
is just seems at odds with what's being answered here, where the invitation is clearly to focus on the other. When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? Or when did we see you a stranger and give you hospitality, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you ill or in prison and come to you? A person focused on living their own life cannot do those things if they're focused on themselves, can they? And so I was thinking, wow, the church culture that taught me to be pure in all my actions and to avoid sin should have been teaching me to do good for others. But then as I was thinking on that in my head, as I was reading out loud, in rushing like a freight train came a thought from one of my affirmations from the first step of adult children. That being... My life is unmanageable when I focus on others rather than myself. And so I guess there's some space there to carve out how to do for others without focusing on others, how to progress from hurting to helping to healing, but it's ground I'm still trying to find. And I don't know how to find it, and I need a higher power, a community to help me find it. And I'm grateful for you all who play a part of that and listening to this and just being there and helping me, giving me reason to keep doing this discipline that I do in community, even if it's a digital, spiritual, silent community. I'm grateful. Thank you. The third time, as we read, what can you imagine yourself doing? Some concrete action, or what's a new way of being or understanding that you have, having read and reflected on this passage, that you can carry with you into the future? And when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will then sit on his throne of glory. And all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the kid goats. And he will set the sheep to his right and the kid goats to his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the cosmos. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you gave me hospitality. Naked, and you clothed me. I was ill, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the just will answer him, saying, When did we see you hungry, and feed you, or thirsty, and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger, and give you hospitality, or naked, and clothe you? And when did we see you ill, or in prison, and come to you? And in reply, the king will say to them, Amen, I tell you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those to the left, Go from me, you execrable ones, into the fire of the age prepared for the slanderer and his angels. For I was hungry, and you did not give me anything to eat. I was thirsty, and you did not give me drink. I was a stranger, and you did not give me hospitality. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Ill, and in prison, and you did not look after me. 
Then they too will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and did not attend to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Amen, I tell you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these my brothers, neither did you do it to me. And these will go into the chastening of that age, but the just to the life of that age. What can you imagine yourself doing or being where and what is God calling you to do or to be in these words? For me, as I read, I know it's not me individually, but it hit me kind of like a ton of bricks that the beginning of this passage is all of the nations will be assembled before them and he will separate them one from another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the kid goats. The sheep and the goats are nations, not individuals. And so maybe there's a call to me personally to work for a better nation, to take more seriously my ability to vote or to use my voice for political means so that the nation will be better. But I don't know, I'll have to think about that as a different understanding Not being individualist, but being collectivist. How does the nation take care of those who are hungry, thirsty, sick, ill, in prison, naked? And how can I work for or make or help to be or hope for a nation that does those things? Step one could be doing them myself, but what structural things could I advocate for or help to create or help to become that would do those things? It was something to think about. Oh no. My ice pack has melted and my bookmark fell out of my prayer book. So I'm having to turn back to the page and it's really gotten to the traditional section, so expect to hear some more King James-style language than what I normally use. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours, for you are the light of the world, always.